Our next guest on the phone lines joining us is North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein. Good morning, Attorney General. How are you? I'm well, Rob. How are you today? Doing well as well. We appreciate you uh, always being with us here on the WPTF Morning Show. we got a lot of topics to discuss here today. I, I first want to ask you about this uh, this lawsuit that you and your office are a part of when it comes to robocalls, uh, a lawsuit against Avid Telecom. What's the backstory on that? Sure. The backstory is is that we hate robocalls. <laughs> Everybody does. Yeah. They drive, they drive us crazy, and they are a source of immense fraud. Something like $30 billion a year mm. gets stolen from vulnerable people through the telephone. So we've worked on all kinds of strategies to go after them, including negotiating with the phone companies for them to deploy better technology to screen out as many of these calls as possible. That's why you get a lot of uh, notices on your cell phone that says spam alert or potential robocall, you know, just to let you know. Uh, but they still continue. And one of the reasons they continue is there are some American phone companies that serve as gateways for the international robocallers to come into our telephone system, and they turn a blind eye because they make a, a fraction of a penny on every call that uses their system. So wow. they get paid to participate. Wow. So my office put together a coalition of every state AG in the country to investigate a whole bunch of these companies. And the first case we've been we brought to court is against a company called Avid Telecom, and 49 AGs joined in this litigation. Uh, Avid facilitated literally billions of telephone calls into the United States, uh, and it's all about social security scams, Medicare scams, car warranty scams, credit card scams. Basically, all these calls that you and I get were coming through their system. Uh, and we figured out that there were at least 300 million calls made to North Carolina telephone numbers. So we've gone to court to put a, a stop to them. And since we've done that, the case is still ongoing. But uh, since we did that, the Federal Communications Commission sent a cease and desist letter to AVID to stop their health insurance-related calls. So we are definitely upping the heat on them. And another company that's part of this big investigation that we're doing is something called OneEye. And they never responded to our investigative demands where we wanted information. So we took them to court for that. And then the court actually banned them from making phone calls uh, to do not call numbers in the course of that uh, hearing. And the FCC, again, followed on our work and ordered all providers to block one eye. So, you know, we don't want to play the game of whack-a-mole, but we're going to have to go after them one by one at this stage. Yeah. Making progress, though, and that's good. Obviously, we want to get rid of the bad guys here in the U.S. Speaking of uh, bad guys, uh, there was also a conviction for uh, Medicaid fraud. Is that right? Yeah, a terrible abuse. Medicaid fraud, I mean, Medicaid obviously provides important health to people who need it. Uh, but whenever you have any source of uh, funding, there's going to be some small percentage of folks who try to cheat the system and, and steal money from the taxpayer. And we went in partnership uh, with the feds, the U.S. Attorney Office for the Western District of uh, North Carolina. The FBI helped with the investigation. The Internal Revenue Service helped with the investigation, IRS. And we discovered this provider in Kernersville that was simply submitting false Medicaid claims for services that were never provided. It was a clinic. Mm. And the uh, 
owner of the clinic would get people's personal information and then use it to submit more than 1,500 fraudulent reimbursement claims. And yesterday, uh, that person was convicted in, in federal court. Sentencing is to follow. But all in, the uh, person had stolen $4.7 million from Medicaid. And since I've been on the job since 2017, we've won recoveries and restitution and penalties in excess of $260 million, uh, for the taxpayer. And since the program has been operating at the Department of Justice, we, we crossed the billion-dollar threshold uh, earlier this year. Talking with Attorney General Josh Stein here on the WPTF Morning Show. And, Attorney General, we, we always appreciate you joining us uh, every month here on the show. And, and I always... Uh, make it a point to ask you about the opioid crisis here in North Carolina. I know that is a big focus for you and your office. Do you have any updates since the last time we talked? Yeah, absolutely. Last week we finalized the settlement uh, with big companies, a couple of manufacturers of generic drugs, Teva and Allergan, and then, of course, CVS and Walgreens, two of the largest uh, pharmacy chains. Those deals got finalized in total $17 billion dollars. Uh, our state share is over $500 million. Uh, and if you remember, we've been talking about this first wave of settlements that was $26 billion all in. That, that, those funds have already started to flow to communities all across North Carolina. These funds will augment them. And by the way, Walmart, which was part uh, of this same wave of settlements, is going to be finalized in the next couple few weeks. Those funds are going to be transformative in local communities. Uh, earlier this week, I was in Greenville and Pitt County, uh, and yesterday I was in Rockingham and Richmond County meeting with local leaders to hear how they are using the money. Because what we did in North Carolina is we have 85% of our, our total share to North Carolina is $1.5 billion. Those funds are 85% going to local government, 15% to the state. And when you think about the opioid crisis, it's in our jails, it's our EMS, it's our social services, it's our local county board public health. They're the ones who are feeling it and responding to it, so they're the ones who are getting the funds. And in Pitt County, they have a partnership with ECU for treatment. They're also funding uh, naloxone distribution and syringe services. Uh, in Rockingham, they're getting naloxone as well. And they just issued a, a request for proposal to local nonprofits in Richmond County to apply for programs to get, to get the money out in ways that is going to make a difference. They're going to make a difference in people's lives so that people who are sick with opioid use disorder can get treatment, can get healthy, uh, can get well and succeed in recovery because that's what we want as we want more people to be alive uh, and yeah. healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Attorney General Josh Stein with us on the WPTF Morning Show. Before we let you go, uh, we are asking our listeners all morning long uh, as we're getting ready for Father's Day weekend, what makes your dad unique? That is the question we're asking our listeners. So I, I'm curious, uh, Attorney General, you, you're, a, you're a father yourself, right? I am a father, yes, sir. Uh, do you have any proud moments or stories uh, as, as a father? I'm just curious. Uh, well, I'm incredibly proud of my my children. They're all they're all wonderful. Uh, my middle son graduated from college on Sunday. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, yeah, really proud of him. And my older one already is out of college. And my daughter 
I just started being a counselor uh, at a summer camp up in Brevard, Camp Wim Valley, uh, which she went to as a kid. Honestly, it's where I went as a kid, too. Um, and they're just good kids. So I would say what makes me proud of uh, being a father is just being blessed to be a father of three wonderful people. That's awesome. That is awesome. Attorney General Josh Stein, thanks so much for being with us here on the WPTF Morning Show. Thanks, Rob.